Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 149 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is Rhea Dixon. Rhea is a software engineer for a data-driven tech company where she creates back-end software applications using C-sharp, .NET, Python, AWS, and a variety of other tech. Rhea is an active member of Kansas City Women in Technology, and she is passionate about encouraging underrepresented and underexposed communities to take advantage of the opportunities available in tech. So Ria, can I ask you to expand on that intro and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yes. First, thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited about it. This is my first podcast. So you're um, definitely woo, right there <laughs> after my book. <laughs> I am a software engineer. I went through a coding boot camp and did a full stack coding program. And I found my current position while I was still in my boot camp because they came and did a career panel and really liked how well I asked questions. And with that opportunity to get into doing C sharp and back end applications, I have really just flourished and thrived. The challenge of it all it has been exciting, and I'm just trying to get as far and deep into the IT world as I can. Right. Is there anything that you particularly enjoy about your current role? Um, yes. One thing that I really, really love about it is the fact that I get to touch all different types of tech, like whatever it is that my team has any desire or dream to work with, if we can figure out a business use for it, we have the autonomy to go ahead and test it out and try out new things. That's how we ended up getting into Python and AWS and Go. And it's been really exciting. Great. Okay. So you really have the autonomy to go and do things. Mm -hmm. So Ria, can you share a career tip with the IT Career Energizer audience, one they may not know and perhaps should? I'm so new to the IT industry myself. I've only been in it for a year. I think that my biggest, biggest career tip is to communicate with people. Even though it seems like it's a natural thing, how I got into my current role was through networking with people and through talking to people. And that's how I ended up becoming... Um, more involved in KC Women in Technology was by literally putting myself out there to go and talk to people and ask more questions and just try to figure out how people fit into things and what they can do. Okay, so in terms of your networking, how did you go about doing that? One thing that I did was um, our career services had us go to different meetups and the meetup is how I ended up finding KC Women in Tech they did a coding and cocktails meetup for women learning how to code. And they were learning how to do HTML, CSS, and JavaScript, but they were doing it with Angular, whereas in class I was learning it with React. But I found this group of women 
who are in tech in various aspects of tech that I had no clue about. I didn't even realize that there was so much to tech at the time. I thought it was just, you know, coding and developing and programming. But I met business analysts and I met um, product owners and other people who were in dev adjacent (laughs) roles that really sparked my interest. I started learning about different languages and the different things that you can do in tech and just having them as my my main network, my network of people that look like me, feel like me in the industry has been just mind blowing and amazing. So that was the first thing that did it was just going to meetups. The next very next thing that I did as far as networking was I started talking more to the people that I already knew, but I didn't really know much about. That part is also a little bit tricky sometimes because you don't know you don't know what the people that you know know until you start talking to them indeed so Ria can you perhaps tell us about your worst IT career moment so far and what you learned from that experience so again I've only been at this for a year (laughs) but my worst IT career moment actually happened before I even got into my IT career it was really a missed opportunity. So what happened is I was going through the boot camp and we had career services where we had um, different assignments where we had to go and research the industry, find out what all was available in our city. And I started learning more about various companies. And I found this one particular company that I fell in love with from afar because they looked like everything that I wanted out of a company. Like They were a smaller company. They were close to where I wanted to work at. They had the environment that I was looking for, you know, like the Nerf gun environment with (laughs) games and a bar and everything else. I was like, oh yes, I want to work here. And it was for a, they had an opening for a JavaScript developer. And I just was looking at it and everything that they were asking for, we were learning it in our course. But the fact that I was still in class and still had, you know, two or three months left of class, I did not take the opportunity to apply for the job, even though career services encouraged me to. I just felt like I didn't know enough. And I felt like they would look at my experience and probably laugh me out of the town. And I just didn't, I did not do it. I did not go for it at all. And it was an entry level position. So it wasn't like I needed 20 years of experience for it, but I just did not have that confidence in order to just submit. And I felt like they would say, oh, this woman, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Why did she apply? And I realized that I should not have done the thinking for them. I should have simply submitted my application. The worst thing that could happen is that they would tell me that I didn't have enough of the qualifications or something, but Instead of me letting them tell me that, I let the job get filled by somebody else. Yes. Yeah, so you didn't leave yourself open to the opportunity. You closed it yourself rather than giving uh, giving it a go. Yes. Yeah, so presumably you do something different now. Yes. Now what I do is if there is something, if there if there's a job or there's an opportunity or a role that I think that I'm remotely interested in and maybe even like 20% qualified for, I just go for it because 
I don't know whether or not they have on the job training and whether or not a particular skill is a deal breaker. But I do know that I have this wonderful personality, (laughs) a really big, big personality that kind of like shines bright in a room. And that could be the reason why they love me and why they'd be like, hey, yes, come on, try this. So I've been coming out of my shell, putting myself out there. Absolutely. So the point you make as well in particular is the fact that it's not just about your technical skills. It's about who you are and what else you bring. Yes, exactly. Okay. So moving away from your worst moment, can you maybe tell us about your career highlights so far? I've had a couple of highlights so far. One of them um, was in the form of an aha moment on my current job. We had what we call the great debacle of 2018, where a third party site did something and broke all of our stuff. And while everybody was in a tizzy because it was a super fire that we had to fight, I was thoroughly loving it because I got to see how stuff actually worked up close. This happened like two months in. And so I had a high level overview, but this time I had to like dig in and, um, figure out which pieces were actually connected to what, how the gears really turned. And we built it all back up from scratch. And there was a moment where some light bulb came on and I, I started reconnecting the dots to the point where I got one of those, Hey, that's a really great idea. And I was like, yes, I kind of know what I'm talking about. So that was a super high point for me. Another high point for me was reaching out and obtaining mentorship from people for different things. And so I wanted to become a speaker for tech conferences because I went to my first tech conference last year and I wanted to become a speaker for tech conferences so that I could get better at learning things. Um, I feel like you learn so much more when you're able to teach somebody else how to do a thing. And I wanted to share that with people. And so I found a mentor. She is wonderful. Her name is Jennifer Wadella, founder of KC Women in Tech. She's awesome. And she has been mentoring me and helping me get started in the speaker circuit. And I had my first tech conference at the beginning-ish of this year in February. And I got so much great feedback from my attendees. They have been reaching out on LinkedIn and on Twitter And when they see me out and things and coming to different events, and it's been such a high, I'm really enjoying it and finding that people do want to listen because I was scared out of my mind the first talk. It's been amazing. It's been amazing. So you probably know that Jennifer's been a guest on this show as well. I think it was episode 71. Yes, I do. I was super excited about that when she told me about you. And I was like, oh, really? I didn't know that he did this show. You've had some really great speakers on your show. (laughs) Well, the one thing that's good about it is I like to be able to interview people at different stages within their careers. So not only people who've been in there 20 years, but obviously people who are maybe, you know, you're like yourself, who are reasonably fresh to the IT industry. Thank you so much. I think that it's awesome that you have these various perspectives and people, because it's it's so refreshing. Yeah, it gives people an understanding, doesn't it, of, of what different people's perspectives and, and different points within their careers. So hopefully 
yeah, people can learn from from everybody who appears as a guest. Yes. So, Ria, what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT? What excites me most about IT in general is the fact that it is ever-evolving. It is something that will continuously change as the needs and the wants of the people change. So you don't have to get stuck in just doing one thing. I know that I'm not stuck doing back-end development. It's just what I'm doing for now. But I could easily transition into something else. Like maybe I want to go learn more about machine learning or virtual reality or anything, really. I'm excited about the different horizons and the different envelopes that continue to be pushed. Tech is everywhere. I don't even know exactly where I'm going yet, but I know that I've got various paths to choose from. Yes. I'm sure in your career that you'll be doing things in the future that you've just got no no idea or no understanding of right now. It's just going to change and evolve so much. You'll end up probably doing something that we just don't even understand or even even can envisage. Right. Amazing. It is. Okay, we're going to go into the reveal round now. Are you ready for this? Ooh, yes. Okay. So what first attracted you to a career in IT? What first attracted me was an ad on Facebook for a boot camp. Right. And it just scrolled right on across. And I was like, hmm, this looks exciting. Kind of looks like what I want to do with the rest of my life. And it turned into an amazing experience. I found out that building applications is logical, like solving puzzles, and it's creative, like composing music or designing jewelry. And there's that also that that ever-evolving challenge. So that's what did it for me. Okay. And what is the best career advice you've ever received? Best career advice, hands down, was to drop words like aspiring and junior from everything about me. So I dropped it from my resume and from my LinkedIn, from my Twitter and from my business cards. Everything had on there aspiring junior developer or aspiring software engineer and realizing like taking ownership of of who I am instead of who I want to be. That I think has made the best worlds of difference. And if you were to begin your IT career again right now, would you do anything differently? Yes, I would learn Python first. I learned front-end development first, but I really, really love back-end. And Python would have been, you know, a phenomenal language for me to get a grasp on early. Right. Okay. So, I mean, given obviously you've been in, in the industry a relatively short time, do you think it would have been different the way you would have come into the industry? The boot camp is obviously the way you came in. Would you recommend it to anybody else coming into the industry? I definitely recommend boot camps, but with the grain of salt, knowing that you get out of it what you put into it. So you can't just like go into a boot camp or another accelerated learning environment thinking that you're going to learn everything in that short time span is just not possible. But 
learning how to learn and learning how things work and getting down to that part of it, I think that it's an amazing experience. I don't know if I would have gone back to college for computer science, but the fact that this boot camp existed was, it's been, it's changed my whole world, my whole career trajectory. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? Right now, I am working on getting better at writing good tests and recognizing opportunities to improve our coding infrastructure to make stuff more reliable. I'm really, really big on visibility. I enjoy figuring out how to log things appropriately, how to monitor your application's health, and know early on when something isn't right so that you can fix it faster. Okay. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Number one is a toss-up between networking and organization. So when I say organization, I mean writing your code cleanly enough so that your future self can go back and look at what your past self did because you can't have version 2.0 unless you know what version 1.0 did, whether it's your code or someone else's code. But writing it cleanly is in an organized fashion. That's been super helpful. But the other thing is networking, definitely networking. I would not have made it as far as I have, I think, if I didn't if I hadn't met people that knew people. <laughs> yeah. Maria, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT Career Energizer audience? Yes. My parting piece of advice is to get out there and try all of the things that are available to you to try. So whether that's figuring out what languages you like or trying to figure out what tech looks like in different industries. I didn't know what it could look like in different industries. But right now I work in a parcel intelligence industry, but there's stuff available in the greeting card industry. They use tech. There's stuff available in broadcasting, um, the news. And there's, there's so much out there and available. I think that expanding your reach is how you'll figure out where to go and what you even like to do. Yeah. And finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you? I would say connect with me on LinkedIn and follow me on Twitter. (laughs) Great. Rhea, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you. It's been great talking with you too, Phil. As always, my thanks go to my guest on today's show. You'll find a show notes page for today's episode on the IT Career Energizer website, which will be itcareerenergizer.com slash e, and then the number of today's episode. I also want to thank you for your continued support. It's always great to hear from listeners, particularly when they have suggestions about potential guests or ways to improve the show. And this was one of the reasons for creating the new IT Career Energizer Community Facebook group. I'm really excited about taking the podcast forward and I hope that you'll continue to support and listen to the show as it continues to change and evolve. Thanks for listening and remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. 
to find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.